your news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's <laughs> Show Me Your News. Your favorite Super Smash Brothers Brawl podcast from 2007 continues to cover the latest in the video game industry at showmeyournews.com. Now, let's join the show. Welcome! Punch! Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, but you can call me Peter, and I am so full of apple pie. I'm Solara, but you can call me Miles. And I missed the Lions game. I'm Evie, also known as Rachel, and I'm not doing anything special in particular. Lazy have- Sunday, talking mm-hmm. about in Smash. The afternoon. I still have to think of a, a thing to write for my article, actually. So that's right, you're going to be writing a, a gaming article soon. I, yeah, I'm writing my first ever article for a student magazine um, soon. Nothing huge, just a little tidbit. It's a stall. It's, it is, is it, a start, and you get to it is a start. make sure you tell us what you end up writing about. I will do. We are part of the Show Me News Network at showmenews.com, and our top stories today for episode 170 on Sunday, October 26th, 2014, it's Smash. <laughs> Past couple weeks in the gaming industry have been a little slow, and the really the big news is the 50 facts in the Super Smash Brothers for Wii U extravaganza, so we're going to talk about that today. Now, next week is Yomacon 2014, and normally the Show Me Your News Network represents very well there. However, this year it's a downtime for money, for schedules. I know I'm traveling during the bulk of it, and it's just different circumstances for a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. attendance for members of the Show Me Your News Network is down this year. We're still going to have an episode, though, of the podcast. Yes. And so, I'm going to go out there on Friday. And Miles, you'll be out there as well. I will be there the entire weekend. We'll round up all the smidges we can, and we'll get in a hotel room, and we'll do a normal format show. That'd be fun. But anyway, in the Miiverse updates, nothing too special in particular. The one that did stand out the most, I think, would be, it was a pick of the day, and here's what's happening behind the scenes in one of the Secret Fighters shooting moves. This is on October 22nd. It's an NES zapper gun pointing at the screen... And it's interesting how Sakurai phrased this, because it set up expectations for what was going to be shown in the following day's extravaganza, if you will. Mm-hmm. It says, now the image is edited, but it's a scene from the Secret Fighters reveal video. And so there's a blur in there. If you've played Smash 3DS, you know it's Duck Hunt Dog, and obviously with the NES Zapper, that's essentially what you would expect. Then we didn't see Duck Hunt Dog's reveal video, and I think it got people a little confused. I'm more amused by the fact they have this reveal video, and it's got the zapper and all that, but then it has a little tag for it that's like, it's Wii U, and I'm like, no, that's a trailer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a picture of the Wii U in there, I guess. Well, maybe they can't. Oh, I guess, you know, the screenshot in there is, yeah, the Wii U version. They can't really say 3DS unless you get, like, a low-resolution person holding a zapper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can, of course, set up all the different trophies in a diorama, but we'll talk about that in the extravaganza, as well as Master and Crazy Orders, the special orders mode. In the punch-out stage, 
the characters get aliases. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. shown with Donkey Kong, King of the Jungle, or Samus as Bounty Hunter Extraordinaire. Uh, it's, it's a little nice touch. I mean, with the higher resolution, they can do more things than they could in the boxing ring stage on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. So people on NeoGAF and Smashboards and what have you, I think to pass the time until the Extraordinaire were coming up with all sorts of different names for the different characters. Like someone was saying, you know, oh, Mario, Mario's got to be the great Gonzalez. So <laughs> I would hope. I would hope. One can hope. I know. That's a, that's a Paper Mario Thousand Year Door reference for those, you know, like Gonzalez. What the hell? I, don't know. I remember that. <laughs> you mean the best part of the game? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the Smash Brothers extravaganza. Uh, we were promised 50 things, and then we got like 54. I, we just can't trust Sakurai at all. Oh. He's, just, he's a lying bastard. He's just like, so, I just wanted to treat you. He's so unpredictable. I expected 51. That would be like almost like 150 and 151, like Pokemon, but he wasn't involved in Pokemon. So. No, uh, event matches for Melee, there was 50, and then you unlocked everything, and then you got 51, oh, which was the go. showdown. See, it's been so long. See, once you get involved in all the Brawl things, you can start forgetting Melee things. Which I know people would be like, forgetting Melee things is unacceptable. Well, to wait, Dash, you need to jump and then air dodge into the stage. Yes. There, I've now relearned you something from Melee. The most important thing, right? Is it a glitch? Is it? No, it's an exploit. Right then. So, the first thing that we learned was the starting roster on the Wii U is going to be different. Mm. Including yeah. characters like Ness and Ganondorf. So let's, I mean, I'm looking at a screenshot here. And yeah, we also have Bowser Jr. Starting Jigabuff. off. Which, that's, that's an interesting thing. It's, it's a weird format for the stage to be kind of designed. But let's put it this way. We're, we're missing Game & Watch. We're missing Rob. We're missing Duck Hunt Dog. We're missing Falco. We're missing Dr. Mario, Dark Pit, Lucina. Lucina. We found out that we'd be getting a DLC character, and we'll talk about that at the end. We're also missing Mario. So that'd be nine characters. So still some characters to unlock. Just not as many as the 3DS. Just, yeah, not as many yeah. as the 3DS. And so when you're going with the Wii U, you're going bigger and better. Harder, faster, stronger. What? Do, 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 do. So it looks like we'll still have a couple extra spaces according to how the graphics would all lay out uh, in the Wii U version. So we still mm-hmm. have a couple more spaces for DLC characters should they be selected. And uh, if you consider the Spain Killer leak that we talked about a few episodes ago from NeoGAF, when he was talking about seeing you know, Mewtwo and Ridley and Dixie and Chorus Men moving models, well, that could still hold true. Not necessarily mm. for playable characters. Uh, so maybe these last couple, there may be some relevance in uh, Dixie and Chorus Men. Let's oh, you know what? I'd probably see Dixie as part of the jungle hijink stage. Someone you can kind of get on your team. It's possible. That is a possibility. Entirely possible. Mm-hmm. Something to consider as we move forward in the speculation and beyond. Mm-hmm. Number two, the Wii U version has a much higher resolution. It certainly does. The thing about the 3DS is still pretty nice, but, you know, it's not quite a TV screen, is it? Mm-hmm. No. Well, they've done a lot of work to make the 3DS look as good as possible. I mean, it's running at, you know, full pelt. And it's, it you know, good. taking up a lot of the RAM, actually, the, the memory, on the 3DS itself. I'm sure with new 3DS, like, it might run a little better, but you can tell with how long it takes to boot and how long it may take to go... Into and the whole the menu that are that are mm-hmm. knocked down. 
Yeah, and there, there's exactly. Some features, there's some features that are simply not available when you're running Smash 3DS. Exactly. <laughs> so they've really done the best they can, and that's at a 400 by 240 resolution mm-hmm. on the 3DS. But, but then when you're talking, you know, 1920 by 1080, uh, that's that is a lot. So yeah, as they break it down, it is almost 25 times. Mm-hmm. That's wild, and it shows. It looks great, great on Wii U. So I thought it was really clever how they handled the announcement. Different members of the community had broken into the sound files on 3DS and heard things like eight player smash or yellow team, things like this. And so we're wondering, like, are they really going to have eight characters at one go on the Wii U version of Smash Brothers? Considering how powerful it is over the Wii U, this is more surprising in the fact that, holy crap, eight players on one console more than. Holy crap, you can do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really amazing. I thought it was clever how they introduced it. Like, yes, five. No, wait, six. six. And then they just go to, to eight. eight. <laughs> yeah. Amusing I was didn't thinking. show any sort of team play <laughs> during that part, but yeah. I no, wouldn't expect them to. Just everyone against each other. I was more thinking of the logistics side of how am I going to fit eight people in front of my screen? Yeah, that's true. And I thought it was clever how they mentioned it the first time. Like, no need to be a fifth wheel at you know when you're gathering with your friends. Like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure like someone's been left out and they're passing the controller around. But eight is crazy. And I guess we should have seen it coming in a way, not just because of the you know file in the sound on the, on the 3ds. But if you think about it, if you want four players to have a match, and then if you want to sell amiibo and have everyone have that you're going to want each player to have an amiibo possibly fighting alongside them that would be eight characters i think the fact that it's eight human characters is more surprising yeah maybe but we could also maybe have seen that coming from i mean the palutena's temple stage yep my goodness that was it's so the only big. stage that makes sense it was and so then they big. give it and then they give us Melee's Hyrule Temple. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, finally, we can choose this date and go, okay. Now, now it makes have... sense why it's so big. <laughs> it just took two more iterations. Oh, some of those big stages, though, are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I really, really like the Labyrinth one. Oh, that was, yeah. that was, um... Great that's a great yeah, game. So I'm so one, bad with names. It was the one that was hinted for the, uh, this stage has rules that are unique to this that would be the danger zone where you fly right into it and explode at over a hundred percent. That is a new rule, and that was that was different. It was different. I don't particularly not care for it simply because I looked at it and went, "All right, you really can't die off this stage in any other way. You need to be thrown into a danger zone, really." Danger Especially zone. Exactly. You fly right into it. <laughs> There's an Archer reference there somewhere. I think that'd be a fun game for eight-player free-for-all. Be very interesting, but uh, it's not something you can do in a 1v1. Yeah, no, you don't want to do 1v1s on those very big stages. Now, it would be interesting to see 1v1 when you're wearing all agility equips with <laughs> hyper jumps. That would be some DBZ stuff. That would so be. You, you yeah. probably will be seeing like some people, like even competitive players, I can definitely see doing this. It's like, I want to go full DBZ. And then if and you do that, you got to boost uh, the launch ability. Because then they so all go like... <laughs> So you improve you improve launch you get like agility things that improve your agility and grant greater launch power which mm-hmm. those exist so yeah 
So it looks like, you know, by analyzing the video here, there are stages that are designed to have big modes, and one of those is Big Battlefield, which yep. that's quite the name. But they're saying that the multiple players is only you know possible on certain stages, and that looks to be Battlefield, Big Battlefield, the Mario or Super Mario Brothers U, whatever. What are they calling Makes that sense. one? That one, uh, Luigi's Mansion. Looks like uh, the Jungle Hijinks, Ridge yeah. of Elden, Temple, Pyrosphere, Norfair, Yoshi's Island, Pyrosphere. back from Melee. Yeah, Pyrosphere is a surprisingly big stage. It's not so much surprising as you will now have eight players playing on it, and then... And then another. Uh, and then, and then, and then well, let's just bring him up, Ridley, yeah. who is not playable. Uh, <laughs> that was such I'm, a cock tease. The death was of Ridley. He has stock icons. That's the worst. <laughs> so you have you have eight players and Ridley. I didn't know Sakurai could pull such a great big troll face. Oh, pff, totally you could. Sakurai <laughs> is a mega troll. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if that picture with the Ridley stock face had leaked before the direct? <laughs> the internet would have lost their goddamn mind. <laughs> like, collectively. Oh, you bastard! Oh, Sakurai. <laughs> I wonder how many more stages will be like the Donkey Kong Country Returns jungle hijinks level. We had we had more stages though uh, that would qualify for multiple uh, characters on there. Halberd, we have Kalos Pokemon League, Onet, Castle Siege, Palutena's Temple, Sky World is back. Why I don't know. Gamer, Forest of Hope, Gower Plains, seventy five M. Good God, why? Uh, Wrecking Crew, the Windy Hill. And then the, uh, the Mega Man 2, Wily's Castle. So those yeah. would be the stages that are big enough to support uh, the multiple characters, 5 to 8. Uh, not online. Can't do that. That makes total sense with all of the possible lag. Yeah, the yeah. language does sort of kill everything off. But I, I love the Donkey Kong. Like, yeah, let's talk about stage. that one. Like, uh, just the fact that it, you know it's like dual layered. And mm-hmm. you can just go back there. And If you didn't have a big enough screen, then you probably have like trouble seeing everybody, I suppose. But... It looks really cool, just like going into one of the barrels and just flying back over there and you have like some people still on the front part and people on the back part and it's like, oh, it's just an awesome idea. Apparently you're I surrounded like in fire when you're, you're shot to the yeah. next layer and when you're in the background. This is tough, because we were, we were trying to watch this during a call and we were kind of talking and reacting to it, so I went back and watched it again. And another thing I'd missed is that when you're on the background layer, it's easier to launch opponents. They go farther in launching when you're on the background. Oh, cool. So, hmm. there's a difference there. Now about having Shulk with his Smash Monado art in the background. Yeah. Every <laughs> flying away and flying everyone away at like 2%. I'm really feeling it! Let's be honest here. No one really went to Shadow Moses Island much in Brawl except for one reason. And I am so, so, so hyped the fact that this game is not only going to do that, but it's going to do that in the style of Kid Icarus Uprising mm-hmm. with Palutena and Pit. And that is so good. Did you see that in these codec-like conversations, Pit, when speaking of to Shulk, refers to, uh, you know, what a bunch of jokers. <laughs> so, I think they, they know what they're doing in terms of writing clever things. They, they proved that on the Codex in Shadow Moses Island Brawl. And so mm. you know, we'll see that again. A stage, though, that uh, is not going to be ready at launch, 
but will be uh, updated later, is the Miiverse stage. That was a clever idea. Definitely a legal stage. Mm-hmm. It's Battlefield style, or what was it we were yeah, trying to call it? but it's smaller than Battlefield. Yeah, Alpha style, as we were trying to call it. I really, really hope that we get an Alpha style when Wii U drops, because, holy crap, some characters just do way better on Final Destination than others. And just ledges, mm-hmm. we need ledges as options in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. But different uh, Miiverse posts will show up in the background of the characters that are going to be entering the battle. So a kind of way to like, cheer the different fighters on. And that's, that's pretty cool. I thought that was really cute. But again, in before everyone just draws a load of dicks. <laughs> that's going to happen. You know oh, it God. is. They won't make it up on there because Nintendo would go, nope, that's phallic, that's phallic. Nintendo does do a relatively good job of censoring Miiverse posts as it is. They mm-hmm. do have a good job with administration there. Uh, but at the same time, you're right. And especially when it comes to things like Stage Builder and things that we'll talk about later. Uh, but it's I don't know, we can probably happen. talk about them now, uh, considering that we were, we're kind of talking about stages right now. Sure. Yeah, may as well. I, I would really rather talk about sta- Stage Builder, because I spent a lot of time in Stage Builder. Did in you really? Just, yeah, I did. I really... I just it was a, a fun thing to do. Like I, especially when we got like different apps that you could put on your computer to make stages oh, yeah. to get past like a couple of the limits. You a couple? You mean like all of the every, limits? Yeah, <laughs> all those limits. You can get, you can totally bypass them. And unfortunately, some the the best one that was out had a amazing uh, music theme that played while you did it. But regardless mm-hmm. of that, it was just starting to build upon stretching and skewing blocks. Mm-hmm. So you could you go even further, but unfortunately that was never released. I think they canceled the project before they got that far. But That's too bad. you were able to play, play with some beta blocks, things that weren't actually in the game that you could put in, and you could have things go over each other, so you could make some pretty good terrain. That was a lot of fun. It looks and like they've it, done it, a lot better here. They have here, five themes. Holy crap, I don't even care about the themes. The fact that you can draw your own stage. Mm-hmm. That's going to be so cool. Oh, when, when I get my hands on it, I really want to draw just like a massive stage. A massive dick. Just, I was no, gonna, not a massive dick. I was literally going to, I was like, she's going to say something, but I'm still going to hear dick. <laughs> no, stage. I'm being innocent today. I am being nice. Okay. I've said dick once, and I've said it more than once, but just <laughs> because you guys have made me. No, I want to draw like a stage made of like characters. That'd be really cool. Yeah, we kind of yeah. saw the Mario blocked one. Kinda yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can finally recreate the melee trophy tussles. Hmm. Yeah, we could. Hmm. It's a good point. Majora's Mask, stuff like that. Not particularly legal stages, but <laughs> I mean, imagine people who are like really good at using the gamepad and basically arting it up. Imagine people who are really good at that making some, like, tournament-legal-looking stages. Mm-hmm. Like, bringing back stages that were just wonderfully good in the from the past. And that seems like it'll be another patch with sharing stages, screenshots, replays, things like that. So, that will come in time. Uh, but, yeah, people can get a hang of, you know, this new stage builder and all the tools. Including the addition of danger zones because they're going to try to force that down your throat. And you're going to like this, right? You're going to like it. I think you're going to um, like it. <laughs> danger zones are interesting in the fact that you can now make closed stages where ring outs are no longer possible. Which you people tried to do in Brawl and succeeded in some cases. Yes. With uh, certain drop down blocks and stuff. That's right, that's right. Uh, so adding danger zones actually makes it a really interesting thing. Because you can create 
a boxed room, kind of like Luigi's uh, melee target test. Mm, yeah. A room like that. And where you start out on the little mini GameCube for no goddamn reason in his t- target test, <laughs> you could then instead make that the danger zone. So danger you'll have, zone. Yeah, so you'll have this like level where um, the idea is to hit people in towards the middle of the stage rather than away. So you can make actually pretty interesting thing, um, pretty uh, pretty interesting stages like that. So mm-hmm. I like the idea of danger zone. I do not particularly care for the idea of danger zones in actual levels. I like yeah. it as an as something you put in because even in the Great Cave Offensive, which looks like the only way to kill someone would be hitting them into the right. danger zone. Yeah. Uh, in this regard, it just looks off in these stages. If they had made these danger zones and made them like look like they're an actual tangible part of the level, like lava or something like that, that would have been great. But they're just these large glowing blocks of orange that look like they belong in a stage builder right. rather than a stage. That's true. Mm. I know what you mean, yeah. Like, yeah. He, like you could have made it, like, say, if you want to put something on the ceiling for a danger zone, I don't know, some as simple as spikes or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you hit someone with the spikes and they're 100% and they'd KO. Danger zones work really well as, like, analogs for the acid or in the brainstorm stage, stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. And uh, considering in Mute City on 3DS, if you're over 100% and hit the ground, you're basically dead off the top. True. So I just wish they had better implemented it in the Great Cave Offensive stage. Mm. Mm. Now, can you imagine if you're getting you know, at a very high percentage in Great Cave Offensive and you're not good at teching, and you just go bounding around the stage? That'd be great. Also, if anyone didn't notice, Congo Jungle from 64 right. people saw a picture of that that's right it, is, it does seem to be back that's good cause that's one of the better stages from that game I think yeah, yeah it's like a pretty that. good it's a pretty good stage I was really happy that it was in Melee um, because of honestly the barrel to be honest mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> but let's be real uh, Dreamland 64 is the best stage I enjoy it pretty well I'm really surprised that the only no one from Earthbound that we know that's in the Wii U version is Annette. Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. It, it's very weird. I'm, it makes me laugh, though, because of uh, Rob Joe, who I bring up from oh, time to time. Yes, yes. He beat K9 on Annette in Project M with those Karma X combos. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, <laughs> and, you know, bring, bring Norfair back from Brawl, like, everyone's like, oh, no, it's terrible, and I'm just gonna, like, they're probably nerfing the lava somewhat, mm-hmm. but more or less, that was a pretty, pretty stage. So yeah. having it and noticing that all of the stages that they're bringing back have some elements that have just that are either just they just bring it into HD, I think that's gonna like a pretty good decision because it's a very nice, casually minded stage. Yeah, I'm really interested to see more about Woolly World from <laughs> Yoshi. Yeah, uh, I'm just kind of like, there's your Woolly World, and I'm what 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 what's up about this stage? Yeah, can I mean, we look at this and say, is this legal? Can we also just get that game too? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Yoshi's Woolly World. Another addition that we knew of was Metal Face on Gower Plane. It appears at night, and this was the Monado Boy yeah. character. Um, he's like the first main antagonist in that game because Xenoblade Chronicles is a very long game, multiple antagonists, blah, blah, blah. I wonder if there's going to be a way to disable this because Gallant Plane is a pretty fun stage to play in 3DS when there's no boss. But now that there's going to be like destructible platforms when he's coming in there, I don't, it might take some of the playability away. I mean, I get why they tried to do bosses in stages and 
It's fine for a couple stages, but they're just not fun to play. Turn them off, please. Yeah, just we need <laughs> any options. Like, I'm sure the buzzsaw would say, like any options that you can give your game players for you know disabling things and enabling things. Like, anytime you can do that, you're gonna make the play experience better. Interesting that even though the Tower of Smash was basically ripped apart, mm-hmm. um, that Smashville for Brawl was still in the game. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So we have Town and City, and we have Smashville, and those two look like amazingly legal stages. There are certainly more legal stages from a competitive mindset in this game compared mm-hmm. to 3DS, and that's important. Very, 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 very important. More things for Miles to play. <laughs> we mentioned Ridley earlier, but the sadness of him not being a playable character, you can have him play on your behalf? If you attack him enough, he'll glow in the color of your character, whether it's, you know, red for first player, blue for... In this case, it was... Sorry, couldn't you have even just made a special sort of mode for you to play as Ridley as this OP thing and try to go through some kind of challenge mode? Come on! Just shrink him. It's almost like he's saying, oh yeah, I'm acknowledging that he's too big for the brawls. What an abusive relationship. I'm sorry, just the entire thing about Ridley is such an abusive relationship. Everyone wants Ridley. Oh, here's Ridley! And now you just have to beat him up, and then he'll play for you. And then We want to play as him! Yeah. We want to be him! No, and if you, he gets a certain substance up. or whatever, an energy, he becomes Meta Ridley! Is it a stage function or, like, an item function? If you hit him with a certain item, does he turn into it? They, he only said, like, if he gets hit with a certain energy, I think is yeah. what the quote said. So... I don't know if it was just like, oh, he has to hit, hit with like dark attacks or something. I have no idea. <laughs> so Ganondorf just turns to Meta Ridley. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm no idea, no idea. We gotta find out if you really want to play as Ridley. But then I guess you can also defeat Ridley. So like, if he becomes I... your pet, you can still beat him and get a point because that matters. Yeah. For stock play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if they just if for stock play they that just turns off hazards. That'd be amusing. That would be. Yeah, that actually be a really good idea. Even if you got like remove the option and just stick it completely into stock matches, that'd be that'd be okay. I'd be okay with that. Speaking of stock matches and other ways you can play besides stock and time, yeah, coins. Coins oh, are coins. back for no reason. I think we can just give this one a pass. And said it's like <laughs> it was totally casual, but stamina yeah. too. Stamina's back. That one's cool like because one. I've always liked stamina, but like here's stamina, and now we have a better stage builder. I think we could do some really cool stuff with this. You right. could, but it would kind of defeat the point of what makes Smash Smash. No, Smash is all about simple controls and like having beating and each other up, spacing and <laughs> spe- beating each other up. Yeah. Like the King of the Hill aspect and it's like stranger percent is a, an aspect of Smash, mm. but generally speaking, you don't play it any differently in Stamina. Although, it would be more fun if, when you got them down to zero, they would just do some very some very dramatic, uh, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Mega, oh, Mega Man already does the... I like Mega Man's. Mega Man's is actually kind of cute. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mega Man's is great. I wonder if he'll do that in Stamina. That'd be great. Hmm. I, I That would make sense. It would make sense. It'd make a lot of sense. I hope that they do that. But. I think what they just showed Samus like kind of lying down on the ground, yeah. like kind of wiped out. Yep, I Samus like like in Brawl, like in Melee. Hmm. Um, like, take me now. <laughs> pretty was, much. Was there stamina now. in Melee? Yes, there was. Wow, I do yeah, not remember that. Do not remember yeah. that at all. 
Mm-hmm. It was a unlike Brawl, where you could make stamina among a whole bunch of things, a special snatch. It was just a specific mode where you had where you only had like, and it was either 100 or 150 HP, and you couldn't change it. Well, I was totally casual back when I was playing melee. So what the fuck do I know? Totally right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, Smash returns. Yeah, special Smash is back. Uh, no one cares because it's not All-Star Brawl from Project M, so moving on. I wish I could pull the exact <laughs> quote from Samurai Panda back in the good old Show Me News days of Metal, Super Spicy Curry, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We already, we already did our all-clocks battle, and we found out how viable that is. It's super dumb. but um, it's, uh, I'd, like, I'd like to experience one of these all-clocks battles. Oh, God. Well, at least in the Wii U version, you can change the frequency at which the items yeah. are dropped, which is oh, amazing yeah. compared to the 3DS version. It's all or nothing there. It's mm-hmm. even too much sometimes, especially with the all-clock smashes. Mm-hmm. They do. Like, I, I made four level nines just fight each other, and it was all just Pokeballs because I fancied it. And the rate that they drop is just phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's too much. Especially... Although I did see a couple of Goldings come out of Master Balls. That was amusing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Goldine coming out of Master Ball is it's like, why is it still Goldine and not Magikarp? I know! Because Sakurai must like Goldine. I know, I'm just like, Goldine, 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 Goldine. I'm like, no, I want I, I want to really know that I have failed today in my Pokeball mastery, because I just want him to come out and go, glurp, 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 glurp. <laughs> No, what I really, I would have loved, like, say, if they had a card, uh, Magikarp that came out, and then everyone started punching at it, or accidentally hitting it, and you hit it enough times, it evolves into a Gyarados and just decides to kill everybody. That would be cool. That would have been way better. <laughs> That's like the episode of Pokemon where James is... I don't want to be your master anymore! <laughs> Boots it off a raft. <laughs> and then Gyarados. And we all know how that ends. Yep. A lot of music in this game. Lots and lots of music, thank goodness, because... I mean, two music samples on each 3DS stage, okay, for the limitations, fine. But, like, Battlefield has eight songs on it, and it almost looks like at least three times more music on Wii U than 3DS overall, which is fantastic. Good. Hopefully the past stages have more than two music options. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd pay too close of attention, but maybe they passed by one of the older stages and saw more than two music options. Well, you'd think, I mean, with the essentially the Blu-ray size of the Wii U disc now versus the dual-layer DVD of mm-hmm. Brawl, you'd think there's more room for things like that. Hopefully. Uh, and, of course, with more music, you get more composers added this time. Almost all 3DS songs return... I, I wonder which ones would get cut. The ones that got cut are almost assuredly ones that stages are not passed between. So mm-hmm. when it comes to Earthbound, if Magicant is a 3DS only stage, you probably won't get Magicant. But then why uh, would the why would those songs not go to just as extra stages? Uh, more like fitting the stage. Really bad excuses sometimes, or just ser- series that weren't that were in the 3DS. That aren't going to show up here. Hmm. I just know Smile and Tears better carry over because that's a really so. good remix. CDs are back, so we're going to create CD factories in Stage Builder. Yeah, that, that's going to happen assuredly. And then also challenges are on one screen and not three screens in like the 3DS version. So that'll help. Classic mode. This is this is insane. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. There's a chessboard-esque thing with trophies on it. You approach trophies and you fight a lot of things and there are rival characters. And So, classic mode here. It looks like your character moves automatically based on how well you did in the previous match or something like that. It doesn't seem like you're 
able to choose where you go, like in the 3DS version. You could choose right. which color path you took, which indicated so how difficult it like was. There's all these trophies here on the the ring, which almost looks like a DBZ kind of Budokai fighting ring. That's actually what it reminds me of. Oh, dear. Um, which that's never a good thing. Or is it? But you go along to different you know sets of characters, and it looks like looking at this character you know ready for this match sort of thing, you're facing off against more than three characters. Yep. Six characters in this round one win a free-for-all on Castle Siege. I guess based on how quickly you beat them, or how much damage you accrue probably, things like that, that will you know, move to the next round. It's... Just like the 3DS, this is probably going to be where you use most of your equipment for this game. Mm-hmm. It's just getting through it as best you can. Yeah. Everyone's going to load up on defense, or for the very, very, very few of you who load up entirely on offense, just to kill them faster. This is going to be a very, very strange mode. It's certainly different than what we've been getting used to on 3DS. You'll have a rival character, you'll have intruder characters that are trying to go around and blast characters off. But co-op, though. Yeah, that's mildly interesting, to be honest. Then you get to collect you know, the trophies much faster like when you're playing with someone else, and that, that helps. I think the less you can play this mode, the better, maybe. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling that with the 3DS version. Mm-hmm. I'm very much burnt out of the 3DS version. I've maybe done 12 characters in Classic and only three characters in All-Star. Mm. I'm very much saying that there's characters in here I just don't care for, to play as, mm-hmm. and I have to play through them through an entire thing without dropping like the stuff so I can fight Master Core because I think he's a really interesting boss battle. Oh my gosh, I really, 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 really want Master Core, the new form. The Master Fortress. Master Master Fortress in this mode is really, really interesting and I want to play that and I uh, everything about that sounds like really, really cool. I saw it and went, thank God we're going to try something that was close to subspace that, but maybe a little bit more condensed. Subspace sucks. Subspace sucks, but the idea is solid. I guess. The idea is solid. The execution was terrible for a lot of subspace. But here, you know, we've got a very focused idea of what we're trying to accomplish here. And I think Smash really works well in this kind of environment. Unfortunately, it doesn't work nearly as well in the Smash 4 slash Brawl environment as it would in the Melee environment. Mm. Melee environment makes it a lot easier because momentum in jumps is important. Why it's been removed in both Brawl and 3DS and probably Wii U is mind-boggling to me, Mm. but regardless. uh, The fact that the Master Fortress is new, it's all about the whole Master Core aspect, which is actually really interesting for Smash 4. I want to know if the big dungeon is going to be different every time you play. That'd be interesting. I'd really be happy if it was a randomly generated dungeon, so you'd have parts that you're like, okay, I'm familiar with this, but it would be different every time. Rachel, what do you make of that as a, a final boss battle? A kind of labyrinth, if you will. Um, the only thing I could really liken it was to... Um, I don't remember now if this was Melee or Brawl, actually, where you would go through the Zelda dungeon, and mm, I think it was Melee, was, actually. Yeah, adventure mode, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like, the adventure mode where you go through the, the dungeon over there, and then you fight off, like, you know, the zombies and the, the thing that would suck you in and steal your stuff. I can never remember the... Like I'm terrible lights. with names. Like That's lights. it. 
I'm terrible. <laughs> it's with like names. like it's yeah. like like um, the thing it, with yeah. the jello. But it reminded me a lot of that kind of stage where you would, you know, try and make it to the end and make it to the triforce sort of mm-hmm. thing. So I thought that was kind of cute, and it looks like that they, you know, they got a lot of influence from that. Yeah. It just seems like a darker, grittier version of going through that, I mm-hmm. guess, yeah. um, to me. Um, I'm sure it probably feel a little bit different, but it looks like the ending is slightly anticlimactic. I, no, I agree with you. I think when you go from what a great designed final boss battle was already in classic mode on 3DS. I mean, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking that it's one of the the best final bosses because you have so many modes and it really builds up the intensity. And now on the higher difficulties to add something entirely different, I don't really see that as final boss-like. I, I would see it... The only thing I don't like about it is that you play Master Fortress after core. Mm. If you went through... If on the highest difficulties you basically went through Master Fortress to get to the different cores. Yeah. That would have probably been better. And I, I think that's not what they're doing, but who knows? Maybe that is what they're doing. Or I'm maybe maybe they're, uh, you have to go through the fortress. You know, if, if you play the classic mode in 3DS and you just have to like smash off the smash ball at the end, mm-hmm. like the purified core, maybe that's like you go in Master Fortress on the higher difficulties into that as a way to purify it one last time. That may be interesting. Yeah. But I still think it kind of takes away from the final boss climax, if you will. All I know is that, once again, Shulk will be the most interesting in that, simply because once you get into the Master's Fortress, you'll be like, I'm really feeling it! But then you won't have the laser. It doesn't matter. I'm you'll still, still be taunting, it. okay. It's still just going to be like, oh, I'm in this horrifying, gritty darkness area. And the only thing you can think to say is, I'm really feeling it! I like the art decor in here! Now it's Shulk time. Alright, the all-star mode is pretty much the same, but they put their game down, flip it, and reverse it. Um, I thought that was really cool, like, going through the chronological order of, Mm -hmm. you know, like, fighting all the different guys. I think that was really cool. Like, you know, go back through the timescales of beating people up. That's a clever idea. Yeah, I mean, going through Mm -hmm. Nintendo's history, that's what the game is all about, so I... I'm not sure why they didn't implement that sooner. In you play Smash a game series. and you and you get taught some history. Yay! There you go. And in this regard, uh, but at least we end up with Game and Watch again. That's true. Once again, Game and Watch is the last thing you have to kill in All Star mode. Back to those melee days. It's like Sakurai knows that it's what the community almost prefers. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad event modes are back because event matches. Let's hope they're better than brawl. <laughs> Let's hope brawl sucked. Brawl suck. Melee's event matches though were awesome, and it looks like you have a kind of interconnecting map as you mm-hmm. create and unlock more, and you know unlocking characters, unlock alternate paths. It's like we're gonna have this web of you know specifically crafted themed matches, which is really cool. I really like themed matches. Uh, Melee did it wonderfully. Brawl. Might have had one or two standouts, but I can't think of any. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not in the same way that like Melee had like the standouts, which is like the KO in seven seconds, or Captain Falcon going through the mini game where he had to run on the track in yeah. super fast speed. You know that kind of stuff was amazing, Those were great. great. Yeah. And then Brawl didn't have any of those. The gargantuan battle on on four side with giant Bowser, giant DK. Yeah, like those were fantastic, and they they were weird. Those in Brawl were more or less 
just plays Smash against an AI opponent that might be more annoying. <laughs> oh, but you are Link, and you're against Toon Link. Isn't that funny for a theme? You're both Link. <laughs> but you already did that in Melee in the Seven Years event, and that one actually kind of made sense. Yeah, cause, that was awesome. Because they were both considered to be, you know, similar characters, but the same character. Exactly, with the young Whereas in Brawl, they're just like, you're both Link! One's Toon! This is really, really weird, considering how hyper-realistic we were going for Twilight Princess and how Toonish this is and we're on Pirate Ship, I guess? Toon Link is smaller than regular Link? <laughs> yep. Talking about, you know, themed matches, we got the special orders mode yeah. detailed with Crazy Hand, Master Hand, giving different unique challenges and commands. Looks like you have three to choose from, varying difficulties. You know, Master Hand is just seeing like how far you can go for the Master Orders. Uh, just how many things you can collect probably before you die. Uh, but yep. Crazy Hand, you get the time limit. Not only that, but... You fail, what, you lose it. Yeah. Once, you, know, you have to decide when you want to kind of cut your losses and go and fight Crazy Hand. And then during that, if you lose to him, you lose everything. If you win, you get all the things. So mm-hmm. it's kind of I mean, a balance of you know knowing your smash ability, knowing how much loot you want to collect. But I think it's a cool new mode. I like it. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it for those kind of things where you're actually playing the game. When we're going into the stadium, we can play with other people now. That's a big thing. Yeah. Uh, Target Blast is back. Or should I say Angry Birds? Yeah, Angry the, Birds is back, except for now they give you Bigger Bomb. The second bomb is bigger, that's right. So, Bigger Blast range. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what people can do for the home run contest now that you can do co-op. Yeah, you can do co-op for that. You were able to do co-op in the past, though, for home run contest. Uh, Brawl why do I co-op. not remember these things? Because no one cares, that's why. <laughs> it, it's basically, you know, watching people do, like... Double Ganon bat drops. That's what it was basically in the past. Here we can do other uh, stadium. Uh, all stadium events seem to be co-op. Some of them actually end up having up to four players, but some of them are like, oh, you can't do four players, but you can do you can take turns on them, I guess, mm. and you all work together for a better a better score or something like that. That's less exciting, to be honest. Uh, but you know, taking turns is something you don't have to do in new Smash Party. Speaking of turn-taking, Rachel, tell us about Smash Tour. Yeah, Smash Tour looks pretty interesting. Um, sort of like, a, I, I, I think we described it earlier as like a Mario Party sort of themed thing, um, where you're all on a little, little, little game board, and you know there's a little space you can go, if only had, they had the rolling die and stuff like that. They just have like a spinning but, wheel but, instead, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> spinning wheel, you know, left hand green, all that shit. It looks like a really fun, a really fun premise. Your main goal is to collect all these trophies and bits of gear and things like that whilst you're on the the board and try not to get your trophies and things stolen by other players because when it comes to the end of the game, the amount of trophies that you've collected with these characters will be the amount of stocks mm-hmm. that you have against these other players. So, you know, player one collects five trophies, awesome. Player two collects two, oh dear, he's not looking mm-hmm. very good and blah, blah, blah. So player two is probably in the ship. So he's gonna have two lives. And then unless, like, of course, <laughs> unless of course he got all the like power up That's for right. his attack defense That's stuff true. like that. So that can change. Is bringing back the smash run like stuff that you collect to power up your characters. Mm-hmm. 
there's a lot, there's a lot of collecting both things. If you get like a balance between the two, then you're generally going to be a bit better. But if you focus more on gear and less on stocks, and you know you're taking it pretty risky, but you probably will be a bit more overpowered than other people that you're going to be fighting off against at the end of the at the end of the game. So. You know, it's it just depends on what your gambit's going to be, you know, how how lucky are you feeling with what you've collected. I wonder how long this goes for. That was my main question. Like, I, I hope it doesn't take too terribly long, but at the same time, it's it's a good new mode to add. It, you know, really beefs up the content in the game. And it would have been a nice surprise had Amazon not leaked this yep. information uh, because that several... there was a board game esque something. Yeah, essentially, Amazon had leaked the back description of the Smash Brothers for Wii U, and it adds things like, "Oh, with the board game, and you know, orders from Master and Crazy Hand, and all this stuff." And we're like, "Oh, really? Do tell." And then they told us, and we were like, "Yeah, we wish you would have told us all that and started off with." But you know, though, <laughs> as part of the voice actor clips that were found in the you know data mining of the 3DS, we had heard the clip "Smash World." And mm-hmm. I think people were expecting Smash World to be maybe something like this, and Smash Tour I don't think we were necessarily expecting. Smash World Tour! <laughs> Smash World Forums! Oh, uh, oh, wait. Wait, wait. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, one of the things I did notice about this Smash Tour is that there is a lot of Fortune Street mm-hmm. that's been noticeable in this, especially the going around the board collecting, you know, the four suits, you know, Hearts, diamonds, spades, and clubs. And then you get to the main part of the board and you cash them in for something. Mm-hmm. So that is something I did notice during the trailer. Yeah, so that's like a checkpoint yes. uh, save or something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting that we're going to see something like that, especially in a Smash game. I see myself playing Smash Tour actually more by myself than with other people. Mm. Uh, simply because it's like I, I think it'd be a fun little distraction when I'm bored. And I have no one to fight, and I don't want to fight CPUs all day long. Well, if you run into a CPU on the board, everyone is in a battle. Right, which is more interesting than just like a hit random, press start, do thing. Oh, you mean five minutes of doing the same thing constantly? Oh, that was called Smash Run. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Although I I tend to do Smash Run because at least the enemies there are interesting. I suppose. You think they'd ever make Smash into some kind of MMO? Ah, they need to make Pokemon an MMO first. If they made Pokemon MMO, I think no one would ever go to work ever again. It's it's really sad that you know <laughs> Smash lends itself so well to this to what the subspace emissary was almost promised to be. It builds itself very well to that, and then they just keep on throwing different ideas in it to pad it out, and mm. it becomes really just more of a chore than a game. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, we had a lot of controllers last time for Super Smash Brothers Brawl. I think up to four control. Mm-hmm. Four kinds of way to control. But now we have seven, and that is a lot. People need to have that much money to play with eight people. (laughs) Mm. Or you just, you know, you play with your friends and your friends bring them, I mean. Yeah. Apparently, you can play with eight GameCube controllers, so apparently two adapters will be available to do, to work. I have seen that, but it's going to be interesting because one GameCube controller adapter takes up two USB ports. So you have to have the two on the front... And then the two on the back of the system. Oh, there's two on the back? I believe so, yes. Okay, so at least there's that. So you will be able to play with eight GameCube controllers, which is probably going to be very important to a lot of people. But also I'm thinking to myself, a lot of people are going to need those 
Japan white controllers to at least give themselves enough space to fit eight people. That's true. Unless the uh, the new, the new Smash GameCube controller has a, a longer cord. So we'll see there. But yes, GameCube controller, Wii Remote, Nunchuck. Actually, then, are they doing sideways Wii Remote? Yes. Yes, so then it's eight. Yes. Why are you doing sideways Wii Remote? It's a terrible control scheme. Because no sides can only have that on the oh, side. It's God. what you hand off to the last person. It's like, sorry, we don't got anything else. This is what you it get for being me. the eighth wheel. Yeah. I, I have a very I have a very bad memory here now. I need some reminding. But I, is it is it possible to actually use the, the classic controller yes. with this as well? It is, Not only classic controller, controller, but classic controller pro. Yep. And the Wii U... The Wii U uh, controller, controller Pro. The one that looks like my my uh, my Xeox controller for my laptop. Or the yeah. Xbox controller, yes. Yeah, the Xbox controller. Uh, Xbox 360, rather. You don't want to be mentioning yeah. the Duke controller. But yeah, the gamepad no, as well. No, not the old one. Yeah, the gamepad as well. The 3DS as well. Uh, so lots of ways. And in case you guys didn't catch it, the way you could customize controls on the 3DS version was bullshit. Yep. Just moving no controls around. No longer bullshit. Press what button you want. You have options of what that can be changed to. It is perfectly customizable, just like it was in Brawl. None of that 3DS nonsense. Swap. It, the, the swap just did not work. It was, that's insane. Of course, we knew that you could bring your custom characters over to the Wii U that you've crafted in the 3DS version, including equipment. Who cares? <laughs> Pretty much. As long as... Well, until you know the community decides that custom characters matter, yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. We're seeing a lot of places that are banning Wii, Mii Fighters, some that are allowing Mii Fighters. It's a very interesting time right now for the community because everyone's asking, what's legal? What's this? What's that? Is this what's legal? This? Is, custom, this? is custom movesets legal? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> make everything legal to start because it's going to be really hard to make things legal later. It almost sounded like you put that into the song. And yeah, it did sound cool. like Custom Moose Eagle. <laughs> um, lots and lots of trophies, more so than previous iterations. Uh, you also have the trophy boxes, which seems to be you know collections of trophies that are themed in certain ways. So, If you're, have, if you're a completionist in any way, do, 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 do. Then you're going to basically enjoy that mode, and I enjoy the fact that the trophy box is this because I'll be like, now everything's together where it should be. Yes, yeah. I'm just in, I'm just glad that they included just a, a trophy box for Wind Waker characters. Oh, I'm sure that's exactly where you were going with that. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you're very happy about that one. The Great Sea, Errol, Tetra, Medley, mm-hmm. a, you know, Toon Link Final Smash trophy, Toon Zelda, Toon Link, Ganondorf, Fat Ganondorf, whatever you want to call him. It kind of reminds me of when you're playing Wind Waker, you get the pictograph box, and you get to like take yeah. pictures of everyone, and they make little figurines of it. It's so cool. Hmm. I used to just take pictures of everyone, and then I would just make the make the time change, keep going past, and then just wait for the next one to be ready and go look at it. Uh, I used to do that a lot. <laughs> that is pretty cool. The, uh, the trophies, though, for completing All-Star Mode, the final Smash trophies, uh, look gorgeous. They're, they're yes. fantastic. Because completing an All-Star Mode on 3DS, you just get... An alternate pose with an alternate costume, and it's not the same. Nope. But that was something in Brawl, so glad they're bringing that back. Uh, the, the Final Smash trophies. Yeah. 
We're talking about the pictograph from Wind Waker. That almost sounds like Photo Studio, where you can... Draw uh, dicks on everything. <laughs> yeah, more dicks. I'm sorry, but with a, you give the ability for people to draw things, it's going to be dicks all the way down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, dicks all the way down what? Dicks uh, all the way down. Hanging, hanging <laughs> low a little bit. Yeah, you're taking, <laughs> taking screenshots in-game. Uh, taking pictures of arrangements of trophies like the diorama that can be done. Uh, yeah, you were talking about you know the drawing. That's the the paint functionality with the on the gamepad where you take a screenshot. Jeez, the options they showed, what you can do, and the kind of creativity you can have, remarkable. Mm-hmm. It, it's not going to be abused. Not at all, especially yeah, when you share it with not. your friends. Uh, masterpieces are back. The time demos from Brawl seems like a. Not as appealing selection from what they showed, just in my opinion. I mean, yeah, you have some great games, you know, Kirby Superstar, Super Metroid. But when you're adding things like, did you know Mario was in Wrecking Crew? You want to buy it on the eShop? Oh, God, yeah. Not particularly. throwing in the eShop ability is cool, but it would have been nice if they did a checklist so that if you actually had them already owned, then you should have been able to just play them without a timer. Like, remove timer. Totally. Yeah. Especially when... You know, people went in with hacking for Brawl and disabled those timers. And found out that the entire full game, if every single one of those was just sitting there. Exactly. <laughs> so, why do that again? Mm-hmm. I know they tried to spin it away like, you can take it as a kind of time trial to see how far you can advance. Like, no. 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 Like, I'll just, I'll just play the actual game. Thanks. Yeah. Amiibo, we kind of knew generally how these characters work. It kind of takes it into a different perspective, though, now that up to eight players can play at one time on certain stages. Nintendo also made like a four and a half minute trailer. I don't know if you guys saw this. It was essentially just advertising. It was a big old circle jerk advertising for Amiibo. Right. Uh, with, you know, awkwardly acting teen characters and all of this. And it was it was the kind of Nintendo charm in a, a commercial, but also the kind of cringeworthy, like, oh. You're, you're, this is the dialogue you're going with. Oh, okay, all right, all right. May I just show is that how you can train the amiibo and grow up to level fifty? It'll become better and stronger if you take it over to a friend's house. It's going to level no, up so faster. You, have to, you know, you have to have the right badges to train it. You know, it's, it's just totally like Pokemon. It is right. basically Smash Bros. Pokemon <laughs> with a level fifty cap. I mean, just imagine the inception there and a blah if you're training a Pikachu in Smash oh, Bros. A Pikachu amiibo. But I can't evolve it. <laughs> You're up to level 41? Like, why don't you learn this move? Level <laughs> no, 50. You've already learned Thunder, like, ages ago. Why? <laughs> like, are you level 1? How do you already know Thunder? <laughs> He's just Sorry. too pro. That's, mm-hmm. what that, that's what that 13 bucks or 12.99 and 12, 13 pounds would get you. Mm-hmm. That's... I'm not buying one. <laughs> Well, you had to get a Wii U first, so... Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to be able to get a Wii U. I'm too poor. Hmm. Sad face. I don't even have a TV. Damn. I have a laptop, but that is it. We forgot to mention that you can do multiplayer also, you know, adding on to the things you can do co-op in a Trophy Rush. Yeah. That's going to be um, helpful. Get more get more goods. Basically just going to be two foxes on either side, just shooting <laughs> lasers, but, you know. Yeah. Plus, you can hit each other in them, too, so, you know. No, yeah, I mean, it's just lasers. Competitive yeah. and co-op and whatnot. Yeah. It just gets crazy with all the bombs and the little blast boxes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's going to get weird. 
Online is of course back. They recommend and will stress that you should not be doing Wi-Fi if you can help it to get the best connection. So the Wii LAN adapter works with Wii U, so do that. Get wired. I need to go find mine and then realize that I don't have an internet uh, wired internet connection. So, But yeah. you can do Teams online. Holy crap, that's actually useful. That's actually new. That's pretty cool. I can't believe that wasn't a thing in Brawl. You could not take, you know, two players on the same TV and go online. Let's put it this way. The online in Brawl sucked. (laughs) In all sorts. It really, really, really sucked. I was trying to connect to a game. I've only ever played it online a couple times. I tried to connect to a game from a guy who was probably about 40 miles away from me. Mm. One of my friends. And there were just so many goddamn issues. I think mm-hmm. it took around about three hours to actually get connected to a game. Oh, my god! And then after we managed to do a game, it didn't want to work again. It was laggy as shit, I'm sure. It was, and he won. I was sad. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn, Mike. You get notifications on the main menu. You can do that's teams. Like- I mean, of course, you know, for glory, for fun, that's all coming back. Uh, you can do online tournaments. Uh, and this is something that's also going to be added later. You know, you can host your own tournaments. Nintendo's going to have tournaments as well, which you can kind of customize the rules, have people join in, get a certain amount of, you know, whatever rules you set in a certain time period. Kind of like, it seems like what they're doing with Mario Kart 8 and bringing it over to Smash, which is smart, but it's going to take a little more time. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a really, really good idea, especially for people like Miles who play it competitively. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Just talking about you, don't worry about it, it's fine. Voice chat is also in the game, but not during the game. Uh, the couple that they use to display the voice chat function. Uh, why? Let's do it again. Let's play with this. Oh, okay. I was just—I would just liked it if they got like the most violent-sounding couple. I was like, "Why do you think that? How bet?" <laughs> like that would have been fun. Oh. oh my! Fuck you and your dog on dog. <laughs> Guy's so cheap with you, fucking Meta Knight. Why did you choose four planes? God damn. (laughs) The worst stage in Metal Face. 75M, really? (laughs) It makes sense in a way when you hear them explain, like, we want to preserve the best connection possible for your game. So that's why they disabled voice chatting during games. So you can, on the character and stage selection screen, you can on the results screen. That makes sense, but, you know, people are probably just going to be having Skype on in the background anyway. But then if oh, yeah. that suffers, you know, their connection quality, they're lost. Yeah. And we did talk about Stage Builder. You I want to st- do that so can much. share it eventually. But... It's going to be great. Then we saw the uh, the Bowser Jr. real video, and that was pretty cool. I did amazing. like that. It was so cool just, like, seeing, like, since they'd already revealed the eight-player part, and then just seeing, like, all the different Koopas... Yeah. In one stage. I thought that was really clever and cute. It just makes you realize, like, that's what it's for. You can oh, have shit. all eight of those versions on the same stage fighting at once. Oh, my God. You could, like, get all your friends together and do a little sort of, like, oh, all the Koopalings are having, having a discussion about who should do the dishes. Quick Koopa smash. Battle. <laughs> <laughs> Who's getting you out mean of the Whoa, You mean we have to settle it in Smash. Settle it in Smash. <laughs> also, Xander Mobis killed it on the voice acting front. Yes. I mean, it's one thing to have Sakurai talk about it and a translator over him for the last Smash Direct, but 
it just made it so much more fun. So kudos yeah. to him. That was remarkable. Zanda sounded like he was having so much fun, especially he was like, buttons! <laughs> like, you're really putting your all into this one. I really wonder how much he had to say for his own lines and how much was ad-libbed. Right. Or like, <laughs> we want you to accent this way. Like, you know, a lot of people recognize this controller. The GameCube controller! <laughs> he had way too much fun with that, I think. It was great. It made it totally worth it. Then we also, of course, they got to put in the promotion for the Smash CDs. Uh, if you register both versions of the game by January 13th, you get the two CDs sent to you, the red and the blue. Red for 3DS, blue for Wii U, 36 tracks on each. It's a good amount of music. Mm. It is a really good amount. It looks really pretty, too. Although I don't have a CD player on my laptop, it is smooth, Ooh. so sad face. Damn. Yeah, it would just be something that would sit on my shelf. We also get all the movies for all the, you know, joins the battle you know, different movies are going to be added to the game. So I'm sure we got to see that Duck Hunt Dog one sometime. Yeah, we do. I love watching the intro movies. They're great. They are great. But most importantly, an opening cinematic is coming back for this game. And it's okay. It's okay. I think it's better than Brawls. I liked it better than Brawls. Yeah, it's not a hard thing to beat, but... Brawl was just taking <laughs> things from Subspace Emissary. Like, yeah. at least you can tell, like, for this one, they were creative with setting up different things in-game. Different yeah, little scenarios. Nothing's really stacked up to, really, either the 64 or the Melee. That's true. Me- no, Melee was the best. Yeah, Melee was the best, but 64 still had a pretty good one. It had the whole, was, you know, yeah, hands and the toys. I was, yeah, okay, I can give you that. Considering the time frame we're in, the same time frame they were in, that's way better than what we're getting now, which is a whole bunch of in-game footage and not a whole lot of really hype stuff. That's mm. like we just made this up and like we we just get a couple scenes from the joins the battle movies and mostly just things kind of going around and doing stuff. If you're wondering what we're referring to, they do have this movie already online. I think IGN is hosting it. I'm sure <laughs> YouTube channels have copied it as well. So it is out there, and I'm just glad we're getting it back because the uh, the 3DS version, oof, just going right to the title screen, yeah. not not the most hype. No. no. But the biggest news, character DLC confirmed, and who else could it be? It's guys in Pokemon 150. I already squeed over this. I shall not squee again. You can listen to our reactions on our YouTube channel at YouTube.com/slash/ShowMeYourNews when we're. Realizing that it's Mewtwo and all the hype that's involved. It was really late at night for me over here as well, so I probably woke up some people with that. <laughs> you were justifiably able to do so because... I, I was hyped. Mewtwo, character DLC, it's happening. Uh, that's, that's very big, but it's still in development. It takes a lot of time to create a character. Spring 2015, now! <laughs> well, think about it, we're already nearly in November, so it's not going to be that long. But not, yeah. like, the first quarter? Like, spring, that could be May. Could be. Could but be, it's but it might not. Well, I hope if they do that, and they're also creating it's... other characters along yeah. the way. Mm. And they just release a patch. But this one's going to be free if you have both versions of the game, I'm sure. It's going to be like maybe a five buck download oh, if you don't. Um, it's already be it's already been uh, apparently confirmed on uh, some Nintendo news somewhere. Noe, I don't know exactly what that stands for. It has Europe, it has been so. confirmed that you know you can either buy it on either Wii U or 3DS if you haven't 
uh, bought the other version. There you go. It's just so, free if you have both. It's free if you have both, but you can buy it uh, as DLC. Should and you that's not how have it should it. be. Good mm. on Nintendo. Good, because I want my mm. Mewtwo. <laughs> you do. I wonder how much they're going to take inspiration from Project M. Let's just say that much. The more I play and see the customizations in 3DS, there's so much Project M everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That was basically it. I think it was a really good Nintendo Direct. It's been a long time since we've had a a normal Nintendo Direct with all sorts of news being announced. In fact, the last one before that was the Japan-only one where they announced new Nintendo 3DS. And we still have yet to get confirmation on that for the West. So Mm. uh, we'll we'll wait and see. I'm sure they'll have one in December sometime. But it's definitely less Nintendo Directs this year than the last year. I don't know why, because they work so well. I'm just hyped from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I have been playing too many other games. I still haven't unlocked the rest of the people yet. Sorry, Ridley fans. Ridley, why? Womp, you. Womp. No one wanted you. <laughs> Any final thoughts as we wrap this up here? I can't wait for the Wii U version so I can finally hold a proper controller in my hand. That's going to be nice. Mm-hmm. I, I've been getting those thumb cramps on 3DS, and it's been limiting my playing of that version. Oh, I just cracked it right there. That I heard that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not really the control. It's just, like, the fact that the buttons are so weird for me mm-hmm. that I keep forgetting which button is which. <laughs> when you play competitively, it does alter that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think if we bug Sakurai enough, if people bug Sakurai enough, then they'll eventually make Ridley into DLC? <laughs> they already have the working model. They just need to make oh, yeah. it smaller. Hmm. Please don't spam Sakurai, Please guys, don't please. call it hashtag RidleyGate, and uh, please don't claim uh, that it's for wanting Ridley in DLC, but it ends up just harassing a game developer that gives so much... And you got to think with all of this and with the health issues you've gone through, like this may be the last Smash Brothers that he directs, mm, which he is a really a strange thought. Yeah. I'm sure it's a series that Nintendo wants to continue, especially now with Namco's involvement. They kind of know what to do, but with all that Sakurai puts in, uh, it may be one of his last smashes, and that's kind of a sad thought to consider. It is mm. very sad. Okay, don't spam him, guys. Leave don't him alone. hashtag Ridley Gate. That's a stupid, stupid, dumb idea. That was a dumb idea. Why? <laughs> oh boy. Sakurai, well, we love you. <laughs> looking forward to Yomacon. Uh, you know, for the, all the smidges that can go, enjoy. Uh, I wish I could go. I'm, you know, I can go there on the the Friday there, and then the next morning I'm off on a plane to Dallas, Texas, and then to Las Vegas. So. Work travel beckons, unfortunately. What a hard life you live. I know. I get to stay in the Palazzo <laughs> out in Vegas. It's a nice hotel. On that bombshell, it is time to end. With that, I'm Yoko. I'm Solaroth. I'm Evie. And we're out. Thanks for joining us. Smash hype! Find out more about this show and other podcasts at the Show Me Your News Network, where you can embrace your inner nerd over at showmeyournews.com. Fans can interact with other sminjas at the friendliest community on the net at showmeyournews.com slash forum. Show me your news!
This shit is fucked up. Yeah. Looks like Gamergate, the people behind Gamergate said, we did not want that. Well, tough shit is happening. And they don't want to be, like, associated with it. That's what happens when you don't have a centralized speaking figure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Looks like rule... What was the, the quote that I saw? Let's see. This is a Newsweek report. <laughs> Twitter users have tweeted at Quinn using the hashtag gamertag hashtag 10,400 times since September 1st. Grayson has received 732 tweets during the same hashtag during the same period. So 10,400 for Zoe Quinn, 732 for Nathan Grayson. If Gamergate is about ethics among journalists, why is the female developer receiving 14 times as many outrage tweets as the male journalist? Totillo, or Steven Totillo from Kotaku, has received 1,708 tweets since September 1st, more than Grayson, but fewer than Lee Alexander. Alexander got 13,296, nearly eight times as many as Totillo. And Alexander's only crime is she wrote up an op-ed critical of so-called gaming culture. Gamergate hasn't even accused her of any malfeasance. The discrepancies seem to suggest that Gamergator, Gamergators... Gamergators... <laughs> <laughs> Gator... Huh. No, yeah, care less about ethics and more about harassing women. Gamergators do tweet a lot at the official Kotaku account, more than any individual journalist or editor. The account has been pummeled with 23,500 tweets since September 1st. But that number pales in comparison to the tweets received by Brianna Wu, another female game developer who has spoken out against Gamergate, and Anita Sarkeesian, who has been a vocal critic about sexism in gaming. Sarkeesian has been bombarded with 35,188 tweets since September 1st, while Wu has gotten 38,952 in the same period. Combined, these two women have gotten more tweets on the Gamergate hashtag than all these game journalists Newsweek looked at combined. And again, neither of them has committed any supposed ethics violations. They're just women who disagree with hashtag Gamergate. So, yeah. Oh, boy. Hmm. So what is it exactly that Gamergate want? Well, it all started with uh, the angry ex-boyfriend rant. Mm. I remember a comment between people yeah. in Gamergate saying, how can we get her to commit suicide? And I'm like, whoa! Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it all started with that. It ended up being just like a... It's really started in harassing women, unfortunately. And then they're like, well, no, we need uh, a cause that will get, you know, a more critical mass market, mass appeal look. I know, journalism ethics, because the guy... Like, which eventually was proven false, but they were under the assumption in this write-up that uh, you know Zoe Quinn slept with Nathan Grayson of Kotaku, who was a freelance writer for them, uh, in exchange for coverage on her game, which none of those timelines match up. It's just the the thought that, like, oh, the, the whole, like, women and control of their bodies and men don't know fucking shit about that. So, mm. yeah. They, they all thought, like, oh... Trading sex for indie game coverage? How could you? And like that's that's not what happened. But that's yeah, what they've even... that's what they've ran with, and that's why they think they can pull the ethics in game journalism bit, which then well, she didn't even get it. It wasn't even reviewed on Kotaku. Uh huh. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And the timelines don't line up from when he worked there and when the game came out. And but those people doing any actual research? Fucking nah. Nope. That's just depressing, though. Let's not watch Smash. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>